0: twilight tonic it is fort wayne's favorite paranormal investigator jason schneider how are you jason
1: i'm good how are you tonight
0: i'm good i'm ready for summer i'm so ready
1: oh, man you know this has been like the lamest but the longest <laughs> feeling winter ever i swear on it um i can't wait for summertime to come either because um uh, you know, like you said, I mean, uh, we're here in Fort Wayne and I, I absolutely love summers in the city. There's always yeah. so much to do. Um, and uh, it just feels like uh, I, where I like the winter isolation, mm-hmm. um, I don't really like it unless, you know, it's real isolation. You know what I'm saying? So just this yeah. cold and a little bit of snow is a little annoying.
0: Oh, yes. Very. An- well, I don't like the cold. It's very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> So I heard through the grapevine, there's some pretty amazing stuff coming up with you, Jason.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, quite a bit, actually. Um, and that's what's really funny, too, because I, I kept saying all of last year and the year before mm-hmm. last that I was going to do less and do less and do less. But um, it appears that I'm actually going to be doing more in 2022, but actually just playing a different role of things. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, like I've I was I've always been involved in, you know, three to four or five cons conventions, um, meet and greets and things like that. Right. Um, <clears throat> and I think that this year, because you know, you gotta understand each one of those they usually launch about the same time as far as going public with dates and starting to schedule people. So you're you're looking at eight to nine months of promoting and back and forth with a lot of vendors. It's a lot of work, you know. So right. um I'm going to try to stick with uh, just one event this year, Mm -hmm. if I can get away with it. And um, uh, I would just like to actually attend some events, like actually pay at the door and Mm -hmm. just get to walk around and enjoy them Mm -hmm. this year rather than working or being part of stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where that's kind of what my goal is and uh as of right now i know a lot of people out there are wondering what is going on with um a couple of the big ones that we do so um the hannah house paranormal day celebration there have been some teasers that have been put out there mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> excuse me um <clears throat> so we are planning we are planning um that and making uh Making uh, preparations to confirm that date and move forward with it. Mm-hmm. So, for everybody out there who's wondering if the big event at the Hannah House is going to happen this year, mm-hmm. um, there's a 99.9% chance that yes, it will be. Um, and we're going to have some cleanups and some voluntary stuff throughout the year. So if anybody's interested in being part of that, of course, they can just keep track of my page. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I put stuff out there all the time about it whenever we need to uh, do voluntary cleanups on the property and things mm-hmm. like that. It takes a lot in a small army to get that place ready every single year for, for people and for tours mm-hmm. and especially the big event. Um so, um, just you know, people just if if you haven't if you haven't found me on Facebook, friend me on Facebook, Jason Snyder, S N Y D E R, um, and uh, there you can get updated with everything that we're doing. But um, the Hannah House, you can always check out that page um, and give that one a like as well. It's uh, Historic Hannah House, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, is what it is on Facebook. And uh, anytime that we have any breaking news or anything like that. Dealing with the Hannah House, it always goes on that page first. So that's a good way to keep awesome. in the now on what's going on with events and tours and activities and things like that. So, <clears throat> but, do you uh,
0: have any dates when the big event might happen this year?
1: Well, um, the Hannah House always happens the second Saturday of August. Okay. Okay, we did it on the third Saturday one year and we got rained out. And we're like, okay, look, it's a bad omen. We're going back to the second weekend to be done with it, you know? So I'd say about 11 or 12 out of the 13 times there's been that that we've had that event, it's always been the second weekend of August. Mm -hmm. So, and it will be, and it'll probably be 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. And um, probably looking somewhere between uh, 60 and 70 vendors this year. Um, and, uh, we're going to add some, uh, probably add some more activities for the kids. I mean, we love to keep this a family event. Yes. Um, so we like to have things for the kids to be able to do. I mean, we, last year we had effects, makeup, face painting, and then regular face painting as well for the kids that was going on there. So we had all these kids running around with all these wounds and scars. It mm-hmm. was pretty cool. It was great. It was fantastic. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a great time as always. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that um i don't have anything really in in the books um, of course you know i i, I get to talk to um you know my brother from another mother keith age mm-hmm. just about any time he's inv- involved in something i am as well or vice versa oh. um you know, so uh, there's times when I say I'm not doing anything else, and then Keith's like, "Hey, I got this <laughs> idea," and i I'd be like, "That's great, let's do it." And then I always regret it later because I'm too busy. Right. So, you know, I mean, I'd talk to I'd talk to my you know my brother there and, and see. And you know, we do a couple of events throughout the year um, together annually. Non con is one. Mm-hmm. Um, And, uh, I'm not really too sure that non-con is going to be a go this year. If it is, I would like to not be part of it just because it's a really, really big event that draws a lot of vendors, but doesn't draw a lot of support from the community. And you would think it would, it's right in the middle of Cincinnati and you know, and, uh, it's just really, really hard to, when you get vendors that are coming from, you know, different states and they're right. spending money to be there. And then, you know, you want best for your people to be able to recuperate the money that they've invested in the event, at the very least. Right, exactly. Uh, and we do do well. I mean, you're, you're talking 300, 350 people on a, you know, um, on, a, on a good Saturday there. And then the yeah. ghost hunts always sell out. But, um you know, it would just be, it would be a heck of a lot nicer if if, if it was a lot, if the attendance was a lot bigger for me. Um, and the other thing is, like I said, I really, really, I really, really enjoy the event, love it, love Daryl, love Keith, love Brenda, love everybody that's nice. involved in that. But it's just, it's a lot of planning for me. Mm. And it, you know, I have to, I have to cut things off where I need to in order to yes. be able to continue to have a quality personal life. Mm, yeah, definitely. So I have two different companies that keep me busy and I'm a full-time dad. So, <laughs> you know, it's the busier the businesses get, you know, at this point right now, I mean, I lose money by taking weekends off and traveling uh-huh. you know, because I don't really charge for the paranormal stuff, you know, so, um, you know, I do it. As a fun hobby so more often than not we're spending money you know to sure. do what we to do what we love you know and anymore to be able to, to have to walk away through um 10 or 11 weekends mm-hmm. you know, that's that's money that's arrangements that i have to make otherwise for you know because we get very very busy we work 12 12 hours a day six days a week in the spring and summer yes you know so i mean it's just hard and you want to be there more for your kids and you know, so I'm just kind of lightening up the load a little bit and getting back to my roots of actually doing a lot of investigating. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I know, I think this is what, our, is this our fourth podcast or our third podcast? Gosh, together?
0: it seems like I've known you for a million years. I know that sounds really weird. I
1: think it's, <laughs> right, no, it <laughs> have to actually, it's, I think it's our fourth. Right. Okay, I think I think you're right about that. So I think in every single time we've discussed this personal case that I this private case that I've taken on um, down in Southern Indiana, and that is still ongoing. So, you know, every once in a great while, when you come across um, you come across a uh, a client who's as intrigued and interested in the paranormal as you are. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's determined that there is definitely things that are happening down there when you're like, hey, look, you know, we can, you know, do some, you know, have some cleansings done and we can get some some other people in here who can provide some services and, you know, hopefully clear your your home up for you instead of the other. And then mm-hmm. they, they turn right around and surprise you and go, you know what? Can we just investigate a little bit more and just see if we can find some answers? Yeah, sure. And they're invested in this now. You know what I'm saying to yeah. the point to where, you know, now they it's like, okay, yeah, there's definitely you know paranormal activity happening in your home. You know, and usually they're like, yeah, get rid of it and get it out. Mm-hmm. But once in a great while, you have a homeowner is like, <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll get to that. But I I want to do some more investigating because I want I want to find out answers. Right. So you know that's where we're at with it. And um, it is an active location. a lot of things have been happening. We've recorded some strange beads of light that seem to move around in certain rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, right you know right on camera, they're they're, wow. they're they're, I mean they're almost almost like orbs, but they're actually emitting light and they're moving around mm-hmm. um, with voices and, and a lot of other things that, that happen. Um, for no for no reason. But mm-hmm. nobody's even in the house, things that are being recorded and so it's very, very interesting, you know, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a cabin on top of a mountain. They're like nine miles from the nearest paved wow. road. Wow. So um, it's it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's beautiful country. You've mm-hmm. got almost no no internet signal out there, you know, whatsoever. So when we go so when I go, I go there for at least two days at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's just really nice to get out in the middle of wilderness. And um, the client is a high profile client, so Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give her name, Um, but it's really great to go there and just relax. It's become almost like a feel of a second home to me. And you, you, we just get up there and, and we, we get into the investigating almost immediately once we get there. Mm-hmm. But it's more of a relax because you're actually staying there for the weekend. you don't feel like you have to really just attack it and, and get a bunch of stuff done in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's great because it's like, you know, you, you're not, I'm not even in touch with Facebook or the Internet while I'm there. Oh, wow. So it's really, really great to just kind of surrender, you know, the outside, um, I guess the outside, um, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, Chaos. Yeah. Yeah, chaos. And enjoy a weekend. So in a way, it's it's interesting because it's paranormal related, but Mm -hmm. in another aspect, it's very, very relaxing. To go there and just investigate and be in the company of such amazing people. Right. You know, so, but um, that is still ongoing. So, looking at going back down there in another month. And um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. That's awesome. And, yeah. And uh, last month, I went to uh, Fairfield County Infirmary hmm. uh, over in Lancaster, Ohio. Uh-huh. Um, that's east, south east of Columbus. Uh-huh. And um, that was a really good investigation i was invited by pov paranormal out of uh, middletown ohio Uh and um they're actually like the house team for post town elementary and uh last Mm -hmm. year their team helped with the non-con all weekend and uh we made i made great friends with these people very very good down-to-earth folks very good and very thorough investigators um and they turned right around and invited me to come to, uh, you know, Lancaster and do this investigation with them. And, um, John Tincher from, uh, in Downing, Louisville, Kentucky, him and Haley Maine of uh, beyond, uh, beyond this life paranormal, um, was, was there as well as guests. And, uh, it was a really, really, really fabulous investigation. There's, If you go on the POV Paranormal's YouTube page, <laughs> um, they actually have quite a few videos on there. And we streamed it live oh, in front yeah. of like 600 people on um, TikTok for the entire night. I want to say we were live for almost five hours.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's, it's really cool when you can go into a haunted location like that and actually get a signal. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of those places, you don't even get a signal like bomb shelters when you walk into them. You know, you lose all your signal and everything. So, um, But then um, we had such a great time and realized that as a group, we meshed so well during the investigation that um, John Tencher and Haley Mings from um, Beyond This Life Paranormal Mm -hmm. uh, actually turned right around and rented the 101 building in Winchester, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And um, turned right around and invited POV Paranormal in myself, and we are going to be there on February 5th for an investigation. So just about two weekends from right. now, awesome! Uh, I'm going to be there as well, which I'm really, really excited. They're all just great people. You know, when you get a right. good group of people and you really mesh when you're investigating. Um, there's there's no better feeling in the world. I and mean, we've got an army of, of tools and equipment and a vast amount of knowledge and a lot of experience there. And um, POV Paranormal hasn't been around very long, but they're a very hungry team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really, really, really like to watch the people in the early stages of their investigations right. when they are that hungry. And, you know, they go really, they're outside of the box thinkers. And um, mm-hmm. it's it's so cool to remember that because I I used to be that same person like uh you know a thousand investigations ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> you you lose it's not that many but um you lose sight of you know that 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 excitement until you see it in somebody else again and you're like yeah I remember those days and I love it.
0: Yes, it's- I understand that completely.
1: I love it, you know, because now it turns into it turns into work. You know, you go through phases Mm -hmm. of investigating. That's what it what it was for us. We had enough equipment to run security for any casino in America. Mm -hmm. And um, it became so much where it was literally a half a morning to set up everything just for eight to 10 hours of investigating all just to tear it all down and then go home and have to go through 20 hours of recording and video. I mean, It was screwing. And Mm -hmm. you turn around and do it the next weekend. You know it became work. Yeah, that that hunger. You don't. You want it so bad. You're looking for answers so bad that you literally pull all stops, and you know you're using every bit of gear you can out there, and eyes everywhere, and you're putting, you're pouring your heart into these investigations, Mm -hmm. and um, you you know you forget you forget the the whole reason why you're out there to begin with you know you right. really do so it's great for me because i show up with a notepad and ink pen and a, a couple of different voice recorders, and that's it for me oh that must be wonderful <laughs> it is, it is. And, I, and i mean a lot of the other teams i mean i have more more equipment and mm-hmm. i can bring them you know if i want but a lot of these other teams have got far more equipment than i have anymore Mm-hmm. And you know it's just fun to watch them use it and to get out and use it yourself, you know, and all these different devices that are out there, you know, but I'm still very old school about the way that I investigate, you know mm-hmm. I really so um but it 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 is twenty twenty two is is going to be about kind of getting back to my roots and doing the things that I love, but without so much stress mm. of all the planning and promoting of everything that I do throughout every single year. You know, right. I just kind of need a mental break, if that makes sense to you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely you know. makes sense to me.
1: <laughs> and one of the things that I've been wanting to, that I've am i been mowing over is um, I will I want to start this. There's, there's so many really, really cool small towns in America mm-hmm. that are, I mean, like population 600, you know, I right. um, got one stoplight a general store and maybe a few other places you know places to go for you know what you need to live on but some of these small towns have some of the most amazing stories um you know unexplained stuff that goes on and paranormal things that goes on and i'd like to be able to create a small web series Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps on youtube or tiktok or all the above um we're, we just go into these small towns and, and listen to these stories as, as, they've been, as they've been told and trying to investigate or put logic behind them. We, we want to basically, um, you know, we want, we want to be able to tell these stories to the world because there's small towns that people have never even heard of and some of the craziest things happen in them and have been happening in them right. for years. You know, so I mean, we're we're talking about you know doing some cave exploration and mm-hmm. you know paranormal investigating and investigating you know cryptid um, you know um, claims and things like that, whether you know mm-hmm. you know strange beings, things in the woods, caves, you know mountain lights, you know unexplained phenomena. Um, I want to do that.
0: Ooh, I you think know? you should, because I think I want to watch it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I mean, I love that stuff. Okay, I do. I do too. And but here's the thing: there's not a lot of there's not a lot of work being put into that. Mm-hmm. You see a little here and a little there of it. Um, and I think that's I think that's kind of where my interest came from is is you know seeing you know a, a couple of these stories being featured in something that's a bigger story of something else, right. and it's like, you know, why didn't we go back and just check this out? Because that whole thing interested me. You know, yeah. like, nobody really does this. And people don't understand, like, when you get in a small town, sometimes the people themselves are really freaking creepy. Yes, you know? yes. So, <laughs> Absolutely. you know, like, like, one of the, right. So, like, one of the things that, I you know, that really got me intrigued early on was the story of the Wisconsin death trip. Oh. And so I tell people all the time, look, if, you, if you've never heard of it, um, about Black River Falls, Wisconsin, check out this book that this photographer wrote um and it's called the wisconsin death trip it actually became a um an album name for the band static x mm-hmm. their debut album was called wisconsin death trip and i was you know i ran across this story and i'm like oh my god it's not just the name of a static x album it's actually a real thing really? and the story is really really creepy what is um, it?
0: What's the story? What's the story?
1: Uh, okay, so um, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you sh- a short bit on it because okay. I would. Re- it's been a while since I've actually looked up the history of this. I mean, we're talking probably eight to ten years. But um, so this photographer had um, did a, a book and, and these photos um, and i i think basically i I think what it was was initially was set out to do um the story on black river falls wisconsin there was an era where there was very very bad things that had fallen on the town and photographs over a period of years like um you know had pictured deformities and deformities in people and these really really strange stories of arson and murder that happened in a small town that was all going on during this this period and this guy's going through and just talking about um the wisconsin death trip and the story behind it and the doom and gloom behind this small town of all of about like 3,000 people, I think, even today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to Black River Falls, Wisconsin. I drove there because I was interested in this story, and I was on my way to another part of Wisconsin, anyways. So I stopped in there for a day and a half, and um, it was just a whole interesting thing. But you can check it out. There's a book out there written mm-hmm. by written called the wisconsin death trip and uh-huh. um it's a very interesting story but it's this kind of shit that i'm talking about that really really interests me like what the heck happened right you know, um how does stuff go off the rails like this and what's going on in this town history like or, or like a period of years like these deformations of individuals and <laughs> and things like that and you know, all these bad things that happened and, you know, in such a small period of time in such a small place, you know, and it's like, so, so interesting. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's actually what got me started on the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so that being said, that will probably be maybe perhaps the very first thing, the very first installment of that project.
0: Oh, that would be cool
1: to go back over that and kind of just talk about it a little Mm -hmm. bit you know i mean and then obviously there'll probably be a website that would probably detail more photos that were taken that wouldn't be put on the video or the internet Mm -hmm. that you can go get the whole story um you know so we're looking at quite a bit of involvement and uh quite a bit of layers to put it together but um it's really really interesting there seems to be a lot of interest in it
0: i think it sounds really cool and fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I anybody who's involved in the paranormal, pretty much you can say that they're very interested in whether it's you know whatever facet of the paranormal it is. Most people are absolutely digging the idea of urban exploration.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you, know, you see an old house, an old building. You know, yeah. they all tell a story, right? And, oh yeah. You know, a lot of times you just want to pull over and you want to go walk through it. You see, you just want to check it out. Oh you know yeah. What I mean?
0: And it's so funny because when we were kids, I remember me and my best friend growing up. We would always go into houses, old houses that were abandoned. Every time we yeah. saw one, yeah. And we were it's just curious.
1: I mean, now we go. That's not that's not safe at all. But you know, right. thirty years ago, forty years ago, we were. That's what we did. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and the biggest thing you'd have to worry about is being ran off by a farmer or somebody calling the police because there's some snoopy kids running around this abandoned house. You know what I mean? Right. At the worst, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure I would do it now, but Well, I might. I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty brave.
1: I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty brazen I mean, too.
0: I would probably, yeah. If I thought I could get away, I probably would.
1: If I could get away with it, I would do it more than I more than I want to. I just don't want to get involved with the police. Not yeah, exactly all of that, you know. So, you know, I mean, that's that's just it. You know, there's a fine line between. You know, being able to do that and, you know, breaking the law or right. possibly getting possibly getting hurt if you go there after dark and you're in a dilapidated house, you're not able to yeah. see where you're walking. And, and you see know, when
0: we're kids, we don't think of all of that. It's when we're adults when, and we have, you know, a home to take care of and families and stuff like that, then we're like, that's probably not a good idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, you see, so there's there's a house just outside of the city um between here and um convoy ohio the ohio (laughs) line, it's an abandoned house i'm not sure if it's there anymore but um when i first moved here way back in 2000 me and a buddy went into this house and we literally i mean it was it was just getting dark it wasn't quite dark yet um but it was winter time and we pulled up in the driveway and sort of walking around this house in the basement we saw signs of um, satanic ritual that was being done down there, oh. were talking colored candles and pentagrams and dead animals and all kinds of shit oh. in the basement. And it, it was all like, you know, it hadn't been years old or anything like that. None of it had like a layer of dust on it, you know, so you knew that it was an active place. Mm-hmm. So, the first thing you want to do is you want to get out of there simply because you don't know who's watching over it. But the second thing you don't know, that you want to watch out for is, is that, you know, a lot of times where they meet. You know, they will um they will uh call upon certain things to protect right their their area of worship, you know, when they're not there. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, you I mean being paranormal investigating and things like that, you could be messing around in an area with forces that you don't really want to deal with. You're better oh, off right. to walk yeah. away. Yep. Absolutely. Better to walk away. People open stuff and they do things, you yeah. know, So I mean, it's just, you have to be, there's a lot of different things. I mean, structurally, the people that are watching it, it is their place. It's owned by somebody. Right. You know, and a lot of these people believe they're not Satanists or, you know, some people are proud and come out and tell you some people are, you know, they, they hide it and, you know, they're yeah. everyday people, they're business people, they're, you You know, ringing you up at the gas station or making your burger at at McDonald's or, you know, a lawyer or something like that.
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah, I, I tend to stay clear of that and use a lot of sage. I have a lot of sage in my life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, in this day and age, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty sick, but to just carry, like have a travel bundle on you just in case.
0: <laughs> travel bundle, some tourmaline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, all the protective things I could possibly find.
1: Right, right. right don't forget all, all of your, all of your crystals and stones and all that stuff. Yep, yeah, bring it off. Bring it all. You know, throw some holy water in the mix if you feel as you got to. In this day and age, you can't, you can't be too sure, you know, you got to. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of really crazy things that people do. Yeah,
0: you know, really, and the energy you know, shift is so strong right now.
1: You know, much with everything else. I mean, everybody's looking for more and more extreme. hmm exactly.
0: You know, so
1: yeah. when it comes to practicing in the dark side of things, I can only imagine that it's the same way with that as well. Especially with people out there that are messing around and. Um, with incantations and spells who aren't experienced or educated mm-hmm. enough that are out there doing it recklessly and things of that nature. There's yeah, a lot I'm of sure. that going
0: on. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So abandoned houses <clears throat> with permission would probably be
1: fun. Oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah. With permission. Yeah. All day abandoned buildings, things like that, going yeah. into some small towns where these buildings have been empty for 50, 60 years that have been standing since the, you know, 1800s. Oh I mean, yeah, those are, those are such great places.
0: Yeah, and, you know, there's this guy on YouTube, and I wish I could remember his name, and he, he goes all over Europe, and he goes into houses that are abandoned, but they left all their stuff in there. Ah, cool. But he, he gets permission to do so, obviously, because he's filming mm-hmm. it, and He'll, he'll come in and there's the living room is still intact with all the furniture. And sometimes nobody's been there in 30 years.
1: And that's he had, so I know. That's he like walking and, into a time capsule. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. He's just walking walk backwards in time.
0: Yeah, Seriously. it was amazing. You would love
1: it. Yeah. So what is it now? Is it, isn't its it? Is it on YouTube or what?
0: It is on YouTube. And I came across it and I wish I remembered his name because I was really excited because there was nothing on TV that night I wanted to see. I had like, you know, where you just get tired of watching TV. Yeah. But I didn't want to turn off the TV for some reason. So I turned YouTube on and I was just looking through different stuff. And I love old homes and antiques. And then I came across that and I was like, this guy's amazing. And, of course, he's a historian, too, so he knows what time period things are from. And he'd find newspapers from the 60s and 70s that were in closets and artwork Yeah, that's priceless. That these really wealthy people just abandoned their castle or their their mansion.
1: So a couple... I think like two years ago, I was invited to go do a midnight investigation and ghost tour of the library here in Fort Wayne. Ooh, cool. So we didn't actually get to go into the Lincoln exhibits, but we were down in and around and down underneath the library. Mm -hmm. And um, there is an entire room there filled with boxes, and boxes of items donated that have yet to be looked through by the library. Really? And, based, and documented and everything. They're just they're still just, I mean, an entire area. And it's like, oh
0: what I wonder what's I, in the boxes? That would drive me it's crazy.
1: All kinds of things like so people, you know, so what ends up happening is is that Somebody's great grandmother dies or grandparents die. And, you know, when they go through and and do the estate sale or divide everything up among the family, and you run across boxes full of pictures of stuff with Fort Wayne in it. They just donate it to the library and say, hey, look, you know, I mean, these are family heirlooms. But, you know, I mean, we think that they would be better off being documented and and donated where they'll be taken care of and cherished. Mm -hmm. And so they're just boxes and boxes and boxes from, you know, grandma's attic or basement. (laughs) And and here's the thing, you know, like that, like those people who go through that stuff do so on a voluntary basis. They're not getting paid to do it so it's it's an ongoing thing where you know they just can't you just can't there's just so much down there that you right. can't go through all of it you really can't they can't stay on top of it so there's the whole room of it down there wow do you know what i mean so like you're walking through there you're just like man my god i could spend a week down here going through this stuff mm-hmm. like this is so interesting um you know uh but th- I mean, that's just it. I can get lost in history, and Fort Wayne's got a lot of history oh, yes, it does, yeah, there's a lot of people that's lived here for a very, very long time that take that for granted and forget you know that a lot of very, very famous and historic things have happened here in this in this city, yeah, you know, and i'm I for one i'm I'm proud to be here in Fort Wayne. I love to see the growth, I love to see everything happening here right now um you know i I really like it all. Love it.
0: Yeah, I'm beginning to like it more, but I'm still a little homesick. I'm not going to lie.
1: Well, I mean, how long have you been here? Uh, four years. Four years. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I can understand that. I've been here for uh, 21 now.
0: So oh, so it is your, your second home.
1: It is. I've spent half of my life here now. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I mean... Actually, I think a little bit more than half. But um, you know, I'm from Sandusky, Ohio. I'm an Ohio boy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, I still, I still love Sandusky to visit. But you know, I mean, um, I outgrew that town a long time ago. My brother moved here first and was like, "Hey, you know, you should move to Fort Wayne." And I came here and spent a weekend here. Yeah. And that was all it took for me. I was like, "This place is awesome." I got I to gotta move here, you know.
0: Yeah, how big it's, is Sandusky, Ohio? How big is that there?
1: 35,000 people. So
0: it's quite small.
1: I mean, you got the Lake Erie Islands and you got mm-hmm. Cedar Point, but that's about it. Okay. You know, a lot of indoor water parks, Kalahari and things like that, but that's about it. I mean, right. in wintertime, the place is a ghost town. Everything starts down by ten o'clock at night. The lake is frozen over. The islands aren't hopping. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, in the summertime, it's a it's a lot it's a lot of fun. But you know, I mean, it's a small place. It's a small town, right? You know, and um, you know, my imagination, my spirit, who I am, just outgrew that place mm-hmm. a long time ago. You
0: You're know, ready.
1: I was. You're I was, right. and I moved here. It was the best move that I ever made. I still love to go back there. I really mm-hmm. do. But every time that I do go back, I'm reminded why, you know, like I never go back and get homesick. I go back and I'm just like, you know, I remember having all these memories here and here and here, which is I'll always have. And I'll always cherish those memories, but I'm always reminded that, you know, that, that town was just too small for me. You know, right. I mean, to be honest with you, Fort Wayne, I'm, I've started to kind of get to the point to where I feel Like I've outgrown Fort Wayne a uh-huh. little bit to be honest, but i I'm not, um, I'm not, I don't want to go bigger though. You know, I want to buy, I want to buy a place out in the freaking country where I can access everything in the city within 20 minutes or so. But you know, (laughs) I I,
0: understand. (laughs)
1: Yes. I want peace and quiet. I want some land, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what I want. I want animals. Oh yeah.
0: I've got five and I will always have tons of animals in my life.
1: Yeah, Always. you know, and I, I we we had them growing up. We had dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. you know, my whole entire adult life, I've had a cat, and I've had I've had reptiles. I've had a couple snakes. I've had a couple anacondas, a couple pythons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple of lizards, some iguanas, and some bearded dragons and whatnot. But you know, fish. I love fish. But that's pretty much been it. You know, I mean, you, I, I'm not home enough to have a dog. Yeah.
0: You know? Well, you have two businesses, you're a paranormal investigator, and people are trying to get a hold of you all the time to investigate.
1: Constantly. I mean, that's, that's just, it is, it's not, you know, luckily we're, I've been doing this long enough where I, I have opportunities that just come at me. I don't have Mm -hmm. to seek them out, you know? Right. So, you know, I mean, I thought about getting into film. I've had a few opportunities offered to me. Um. And possibly a couple movies and um, some network TV work possibly coming up. Got to discuss that with somebody here at the end of February. Awesome. Um, You know, but just nothing that I really want to work hard for, though. I mean, it's just opportunities that come across, you know, and I'm like, you know what? Let's try Yeah, you should. Give it a shot. Why not? (laughs) You should.
0: It's so funny because the first time I met you was like, oh, gosh, maybe 12 years ago.
1: Yeah. Well, when was that? That was at one of the. Um,
0: yeah, I met you briefly, and it was at a Chinese restaurant of all places.
1: Yeah, little Vietnamese place, uh, Wee's Wee's restaurant. I think it was, so. Um, one of the, um, I probably was it was one of the paranormal dinners that the uh, um, Jackie and um, Tina used to host, and I, I was think actually. So. Yeah. It might have. It might have been one that I actually hosted there. I can't remember what they called those. Paranormal powwows or something like that.
0: Yeah, and then there was a guy, I forget who he was, and he was a speaker, and I think he was from Cleveland. Some, mm. The Detroit zombie or something like that. I don't know. But it was interesting, but I met you years one ago. One guy I
1: hosted had John Tenney from uh, Detroit, Michigan. That was him,
0: yes. And
1: Dan Holroyd from Kalamazoo.
0: Yes, that was the mm. one.
1: What a packed house there's like 180 190 people in that little place that night yeah Completely packed. yeah <laughs> it was yeah that time. was it was fun they, it was interesting good guest. john tenney is a a very very intelligent guy
0: oh yeah he was a joy i really enjoyed yeah. him i still remember mm-hmm. the stories he told and stuff they were pretty incredible
1: yeah absolutely he's yeah he's got a good he's got a good story himself i mean he's been in out of tv and politics and all kinds of stuff the guy's uh you know, conspiratorial lecturer and stuff like that. I Mm -hmm. mean, just a very, very smart guy.
0: And he's still doing lectures and stuff like that, then?
1: I think he is, actually, yeah. Interesting. Um, He's out there doing his thing. I think he does a radio show. and um, You know, I don't know. I haven't talked to John in a few years. We haven't crossed paths in a few years. For a while, we're crossing paths a lot, but... You know, whenever you get you have somebody like that, you usually you don't have a couple years that you've talked to him. You usually you know circle around and say, "Hey, buddy, what's going on?"
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's going? Yeah, he was amazing. I still remember that, and that was like ten, eleven years ago. Oh my gosh, time flies by.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So while I'm thinking about Michigan and Dan Halroyd right, mm-hmm. um, from the Southern Michigan Paranormal. Um, I'm actually going to be part of, I'm going to be a special guest or a a vendor at one of his events. Um, I'm going to be a vendor at this place called, uh, at this event called the ghost of rama That's August 20th. Wow. Um, It's in, it's in Hartford, Michigan. So it's like just east of um, Detroit, Mm -hmm. side of the state there, but um, it's, it's a, it's a museum and Ooh. they're going to be doing museum tours there's going to be a ghost hunt at night there's going to be food vendors mm-hmm. paranormal vendors all kinds of stuff going on there um kids attractions and things like that are going to be there as well so um i am not sure if i can't remember i think it's free mm-hmm. for people to attend but i think that like the ghost hunt and the, and the tours are, will cost money mm-hmm. um But uh, just so everybody knows, yeah, Hartford, Michigan, August 20th, ghost of rama And the Michigan Ghostbusters are going to be there. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're going to have the Scooby-Doo van and a (laughs) few other attractions as well. So it should be a pretty cool event. I think this is the first year for it. But um, the Southern Michigan Paranormals, Dan Holroyd and his crew up there, um, very, very good people. They're, They're a second family to me, and they have been for like 12 years now. So, that sounds
0: awesome. Well when that comes up, make sure you share it on my page. Absolutely. Because that's that sounds like um a great amount of fun, especially if it's in an old museum.
1: Yeah. So I, I do have a banner that's been made up and I have an event page. So I get time here coming up in the next day or two. I'll get that over and post it on your page for it.
0: Oh, please do, and I'll promote it. That just sounds awesome.
1: Because yeah, they're looking, they're looking for vendors. So if you're looking to if you're looking to come and set up for the day, um check it out.
0: Oh, I might do that. That sounds awesome. Oh, also, if you ever need any crystals, have you been to the two, um, the two crystal, Chris, the two crazy crystal guys' place in the old no, Oh I my gosh! Not. I just interviewed him, and his interview is coming up Luke. Tuesday. You've got to check it out. Okay. They're awesome. Rod is so nice too. I mean, they're just—you need to go in there. I guarantee you will walk out with stuff.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Or may, that no, could
0: be it. my. I I'm went for an interview and money. I had to buy stuff. <laughs> That's
1: great. That's all right. <laughs> I, no, that was I gotta my. I got to check it out because I absolutely love to support the local people like that. You know. What I mean? Oh,
0: and he's so sweet. It's very
1: important.
0: He does readings, sure. and when you walk in there, you're comfortable right away, which was awesome. I I just That's enjoyed true. the interview, and it was fun because it was my first interview. Jason, that I brought my portable stuff.
1: Ah, okay,
0: And that uh-huh. was cool' because this summer, one of my goals is to visit some b and bs that are haunted in like within a three hour range of my home, sure, and to spend the night and set up and interview them. Oh, fun just for you know, just for something That'd different absolutely, so I was and? like, I had to check out my portable stuff. <laughs>
1: right no i mean and i i like that too i mean is, is so they is they have the, like a the, like a nice peaceful tranquil like um is that kind of like to the feel there or? oh
0: yeah you walk in you're like oh it's like you can breathe and in the spring they're gonna have meditation classes yeah crystal classes
1: okay
0: and oh, cool i don't know about you i have to have meditation anymore <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, and that's just it too like so I'll, I'll be talking to people and and they'll they'll hit me up and they'll say, "Hey, what do you got going on tonight? I'm like sitting here in complete silence
0: <laughs> and that's and what I like, want <laughs>
1: what? I'm like, just complete silence like the, there's the TV's not on, I got the phone in my hand, but I'm sitting here in, in my computer chair kicked back and just enjoying the peace and quiet, yeah. You know, people are like, "How can you do that?" I'm like, "You just—you have no idea. You, you just people all day long. is chaos all day long. You know. And when you get home, sometimes that's just the best thing—is just you can clear your mind. You have to clear your mind. People—people people underestimate the power of doing that. Oh um, yeah, aligning yourself and you know, making sure that your your mental health is in check because your mental and physical go hand in hand. You know.
0: Definitely, yeah, and especially with everything you do, your jobs, you know, you're you're a single dad, and mm-hmm. you're investigating. I mean, that's a lot on a person.
1: It is. It, it really is, and I'm understanding that more now than I ever did. Um, you know, it's it's just it's really really funny now how it's like you know you listen to people tell you this most of your life and then you wake up one day and you're 40 years old and you're like starting to realize (laughs) that you know and you're starting to see it and you're like oh yeah somebody told me that this was you know you know the way to be and or you know just wait until this starts happening Mm -hmm. and you know now these things that happen now and i just see so much and feel so much you know Mm -hmm. um it's a constant battle on my head between um, you know um peace, inner peace, and um you know serving those that i that I need to serve on a daily basis. you know right. there's always so much of me and if you don't if you're not really really careful, you give too much of yourself to others, and um you know you really it really wears you out, yes, you it know? does yeah. You know, so these days, I mean, I I, I come on, I was, you know, I was a a rock musician for a long time. I'm used to burning a candle at both ends. And now I'm just like, whoa, just slow down a little bit now,
0: Mm -hmm. you know,
1: I don't need my music on 10 stuck in my eardrums all day long, you know, now that (laughs) two or three hours of complete silence is the best thing you can do before you go into bed, Mm
0: -hmm. you know. Um, I concur completely. Yes.
1: man, Meditation is very important. Yes. Really
0: so when these classes come up, when the meditation comes up, I'll have to let you know, and you should come to some of them.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. Absolutely.
0: Because Absolutely. I, I used to be just on 10 constantly like you. Like I, I danced, I worked, I danced and danced and worked and performed and waited on people. Mm-hmm. And I always told people, "I can't meditate i can't I can't sit down long enough once mm-hmm. I learned to meditate, oh, good grief, It was the best thing ever. I would come out of meditation, and I swear I felt like I had an eight hour sleep.
1: yes, yes,
0: it was wonderful. My face looked different. Yes. my body I carried my body differently. It was amazing.
1: Yeah, so I have times where I meditate and I get nothing out of it except for just a joy and peace of mind for a couple of hours. And I have mm-hmm. times where when I meditate, I feel that way, rejuvenated. Yeah. Um, so that's why I want to take meditation classes, because I want to get the best out of that, because it is really, really important. You know, it is for everything. Um, you know, people don't understand like the power of the mind, you mm-hmm. know, so I got into this whole this whole um. You know, I'm not, you know, a bona fide gym rat or nothing like that, but right. I am eating healthier than I ever have. And, you know, I quit smoking. In, I don't i don't know what it's been, like 16 weeks or something like that since Good the first week of October or whatever. Um, and I uh, started working out again. And of course, you know, now I'm in this kick where I'm getting all all this ink work, this tattoo work that I've always wanted to have done. I'm just doing it. Right. And... um. You know, I'm just I've just learned to just not be so consequential about everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I want to do this, I'm going to do it. So and I have and I feel great about it too. You know. So yes. I want to be I want to be able to meditate more because that the, the power of the mind is is really really important mm-hmm. for everyday everyday stuff. Like when I go to walk into the gym um you know, I got to be pumped up, you know, I got to feel like I'm focused, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've got to go in and I've got to put out a workout. And if my mind isn't there, I just don't feel it. I don't want it. You know what I mean? Right. And I got to remember that, it, you know, it all works together and I feel great after doing it too. Yes. You know, so, yeah, I mean, and here's the other thing, too. I mean, I, I'd like to meet the guys just simply because I don't want to support anybody locally.
0: Yes, definitely. And, you know, and it's just nice to walk into a place and take a deep breath.
1: <sighs> yeah. You oh, know. yeah. Well, you know, um, uh, Julie Scott Peters. Oh, um, I love her. Had, yeah, she's she's a really, really amazing lady, such a sweet yes. soul. Oh, um, yes. She had her place for years, and you walked in there. Mm hmm. You just, you felt that. I mean, that, that peace and that tranquility. Yeah. Uh, the atmosphere inside of her store was just um, fantastic. You know? Oh, yeah.
0: I used to take classes there. I used to take meditation. I did a soul retrieval with Julie. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah, well, I really cool. love the lady. She's She's sweet. You know, she's got a book
1: out, of course. Yes. Yep.
0: And yeah, you're right. It was nice. I miss it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean she's still doing her work. She just yeah. doesn't have the score. You know, so for anybody that's out there listening and kinda of wondering, uh Joey Scott Peters is yes. still very, very active in the uh, in the whole spiritual thing. She's still the amazing individual she's always been. So Yep, you know. And I post
0: her stuff sometimes. She's she's a friend of mine on Facebook and on yeah. Instagram. And yeah. I just posted yeah. well,
1: an ad for her
0: like about forty five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Well right on
1: she's very cool well i might go on your page and then share that then
0: yeah she's still selling things and her books and she still does readings and healings Mm -hmm. that were done remotely because of COVID, but yeah she's still very active
1: so is um is elderberry treehouse still in business
0: i don't know i haven't been there in probably four years
1: yeah. I mean, Diane Drennan was also somebody who was yeah. um, a really, really sweet lady. She was, um, yes. But that's not even my end of town anymore. So I, I haven't, I you know, I'm a friend of hers on Facebook, but I don't know uh, if, if she's still open or not either, you know.
0: Yeah, I kind of keep to my side of town as well, um, <laughs> especially in the winter. <laughs>
1: You right. know, I'm like
0: a right. hermit in the winter. I podcast, mm-hmm. I come home, I do Star Trek, I talk to my birds, my dogs, my cat.
1: <laughs> yeah, right?
0: And maybe maybe I'll be social like once a month.
1: <laughs> right. No, I get it. And then when summer comes,
0: you. I'm like, "Woohoo, I'm out and about."
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I and I can't, I can't I can't even I can't even wait for summer this year because like I said um, there's just so much other stuff that i'm, I'm i really want to get into right and um you know so i mean we'll, we'll we'll have to see what happens but um my goal is is to not be so strained on responsibility yes. this time Absolutely. this time of the year this time around i just want i just want to relax on you know and uh you know i just want i want to get through a year where i don't feel like i'm over and like, uh, you know, my family suffers from, you know, m- me being able to do things, you Absolutely know, busy planning, busy traveling, whatever, you know.
0: So how do they get a hold of you, Jason, when they want information about your upcoming stuff? In
1: well, well, they, okay, so I have a, I have a page out there. They call it a fan page or whatever. I'm not, it's <laughs> not a fan page for me, but it is a paranormal profile line um so it's just jason snyder paranormal investigator or they can uh find me on uh jason snyder on facebook there are a couple of us out there um so make sure you have the right one um but they can find me on facebook they can message me as well um if there's anybody that you know wants to uh, has any questions wants to do anything has any um any stories, any questions about, you know, hauntings or anything that they're dealing sure. with, you know, I'm always available for people just to offer maybe a bit of explanation or, you know, get people the help they need. Mm-hmm. I'm always here for that. So um, you know, don't be afraid, don't be shy. I don't bite, not hard nope. anyways.
0: He does, and I'm not afraid of him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I
0: look forward to having you back. As always. Hopefully yeah, I'll I'm come glad. back
1: on. I'm glad to be back today, and uh, you know, I mean, I absolutely love making these periodic uh, appearances on your podcast. So uh, please continue to ask me back, and of course, I'll, I'll continue to be on.
0: All right, and hopefully, I'll see you soon at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we will <laughs> if we can just manage to get out of our own our own bubbles and, and cross paths. <laughs> we will,
0: I guarantee it.
1: <laughs> All right, that sounds great. I'm in. <laughs>
0: All right, Jason, will you have a good night, and I will talk to you hopefully soon.
1: Thank you very much, Dee. Dee. Have a great evening.
0: You too.